Exodus 19, verse 5, Numbers 14, verse 21, Judges 21, verse 15. Now, if you obey me and keep my my covenant, you will be my own special treasure from among all the peoples of the earth. Numbers 14, verse 21. But as surely as I live, this is the Lord saying, as surely as I live and as surely as the earth is filled with the Lord's glory. God says, as surely as I live, the whole earth is going to be filled with my glory. Then Judges chapter 21, verse 25 says, at that time, there was no king in Israel and people did whatever they felt like doing. Message Bible. At that time, Israel had no king. There was no king in Israel. And people did whatever they felt like doing. I want to speak to you on a subject, out, in, and stuck. Out, in, and stuck. We said before, the Bible can be divided up into 12 eras or 12 periods. Uh, one, of the, uh, one of our members uh, emailed me or texted me this address. It's, uh, if you go on, it's called the Bible study help guide and you find it on YouTube and it's actually, it's a Bible study help guide and it's called the Bible project. It's called the Bible project. And, um, someone said to me, if you look at it, it's basically the Bible in cartoon form. <laughs> so it's very easy. Uh, yeah, I'm saying my wife said, I like that. So don't, don't feel bad, but it, it's, it's a very good, uh, teaching tools on YouTube. So if you put that down and, and check it out, it'll help you to understand the books of the Bible. Remember, we said, what is the chief end? That is the chief, chief destiny. The prime purpose of a man is to glorify God and to enjoy God forever. Uh, to glorify God. We were created to glorify God and also to enjoy God forever. And some of us, uh, Really, if the truth be, be known, we're not enjoying God. We're saved. We're going to heaven. We, we, we love God. But a lot of us are not enjoying God. Mm, it's quiet in here, but that's all right. Because I, I was one of those people who I'm not always enjoying God. And God wants me to enjoy him all the time because the joy of the Lord will be my strength. We talked about uh, two periods last week, the creation period, and that is Genesis chapter 1 verse 11. Sorry, Genesis chapters 1 through 11 said that the main characters in the book of Genesis, which means beginning, is God, Adam and Eve. The serpent, which is Satan, and Cain and Abel, and Noah. 
Then there's the patriarch period or the patriarch era. And that and that's also uh, found in Genesis, which is again the book at the beginning. But this time it's chapter 12 through 50. Everybody follow me? Say amen. Uh, and the main characters are Abraham and Sarah, Isaac and Jacob. Jacob's name is turned into Israel. That's how we get the nation Israel. Jacob has 12 sons. The important sons that you want to remember is Judah, who King David comes from, and Jesus comes from Judah. Also, he has his second son named Levi. And out of Levi comes Moses and the Levites and the priesthood. And then he has a son named Joseph who has two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. The next period we want to talk about after the creation period and after the patriarch period is the uh, Exodus period. The word Exodus is a Greek word that means uh, ex hodus, which means the way out. Then there's Leviticus, which means uh, joined or attached. Leviticus is a, it's a worship book. The book of Leviticus is a worship book. How do we know that? We'll talk about it later. But the key verse in Leviticus, I believe, is, uh, I always get a mix of It's either Leviticus, Leviticus 17, verse 2, or 19, verse 2, one of the two, where he says, Be holy, for I am holy. Be holy, for I am holy. And David says, Worship the Lord in the beauty of what? Holiness. It's a worship book. Numbers, the word numbers means census. 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 C-E-N-S-U-S. Like the census that they take and you know, and they count the citizens in your city. And it is a census of how many people came out of Egypt and how many people went into the promised land. Are you with me? Uh, you, you want to make sure if you come out, you go in. Because out of all the people who came out in the second census, only two who came out went in. And my fear is, is that God can be doing a whole lot of things in Pentecostal Tabernacle. And the congregation can go out. Can, can come out of, of, of frustration and bondage and into thing, things that God has promised. But you can be in this congregation and not come in. And then there's Deuteronomy, which means a second law or a second meaning a repeated law. The main characters in the book of Exodus, sorry, not the book of Exodus, the Exodus period is Pharaoh, Aaron, and Moses. These are the main characters. Again, we're just doing, we're just doing a, um, a survey so that when you look at the Bible, you can understand that there, the different periods and the key people in these scriptures. Um, one of the main points in this Exodus period is the Ten Commandments. Thou 
shalt not lie. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not worship uh, any other gods before me. Exodus chapter 20 is where you will find the Ten Commandments. These, th- this Exodus period involves five books, and I hope we can show the picture here. Uh, and and I, I, I stole, well, I copied this from the Sunday school because I thought it was so cool. And the Bible is set up into various parts. And, and, and so this part, the first part, is the first five books. Uh, technically, theologically, it's called the Pentateuch, which means five scrolls. Uh, some people, particularly Jewish people, know it as the Torah. Or in the New Testament, whenever they're talking about the law of Moses, these are the five books they're talking about. Are you following me? So whenever you, whenever you have the scribes and the Pharisees saying, the law says, they're talking about these five books. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. If you get what I'm saying, say amen. amen. Okay, okay. And, and so it's, it's these five books. Now, Leviticus is interesting. Because Leviticus, as I said, it is a, it is a worship book. When you, leave, when you read Leviticus, it's all these crazy instructions. Like, you can't eat lobster. You, 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 can't have, you can't have barbecue pork ribs. You can't have bacon. You can't have, you can't have fried shrimp. You can't have crab legs. You're like, can you eat anything? <laughs> you can't have sausages. Mm. And, and, and what, what the Lord is really trying to show us, because when Jesus came, we got to eat anything, which I can tell from some of us, we do that. <laughs> oh. Praise the Lord. <laughs> uh, I know some of you are like, I get all the way to this consecration is over. I'll tell you what I'll be able to eat. <laughs> but I really believe what, what God was really more trying to show us through this, although obviously it was important for other reasons uh, that I want to get into, is that, that if you're going to be God's special people, there's a special ha- way he wants us to behave. And, and 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 so um, this 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 book of Leviticus it, it it is from the name Levi, which means join, which means attach. So if I'm going to attach myself to Elder Roy, there's a certain way he wants me to come. Okay, have you ever have you ever stood? Okay, I I'm up on the pulpit, so I don't know. Okay, but have you ever sat next to somebody who didn't smell good? Have you ever had a conversation with somebody who had bad breath? And you hold your head down, you try to create some space, okay? Is everybody all right? Okay, 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 okay. You, you know, if that's you, put, ask somebody next to you for a mint or something. Uh, but you, what, what I'm saying is that 
that if 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 there's a scent around you that is not pleasant, then it's going to be very difficult for me to be attached to you. And sin stinks to God. So he has all these, these not only these rules, which is important, but what he has, which I really love, is these sacrifices and these feasts. These, these feasts of celebration. And that's why God wants, God loves a party. Jesus loved to party so much that he looked at his people and said, you know what? You all are dry. So let me go hang out with the tax collectors because they know how to party. (laughs) God loves to party. And there were three major parties that major, major celebrations that God said, if you are a male Jewish man and you live within a 20 mile radius of Jerusalem, you need to come to Jerusalem for the feast, for the celebration, for the party. The first one was Passover, which is what Jewish people are celebrating now, or we call it Easter. And Passover, we celebrate how God brought us out. Amen. And then the next one is Pentecost. Uh, They will call it Shavuot. And that is the celebration of the harvest. So Passover, I celebrate how he brought me out. Pentecost, I celebrate how he blessed me. And then, and then, uh, tabernacles is a celebration where the Jews would build, for want of a better word, a tent. And they would, uh, yep. Who said it? Say it loud. Yeah. Uh, is that pronounced right? Yes. Okay. So, so, yeah, yeah, I know. Okay. You said that with authority. Yeah. But that's the Jewish term for it. And they would build these. They would either build a tent or a booth. or, uh, But they would build a, a residence that was te- temporary. And they would live in it for seven days to remind them how God brought them through the wilderness. So, mm, so Passover, I celebrate how he brought me out. Pentecost, I celebrate how he blessed me. Tabernacle, I celebrate how he kept me. Some of you need to celebrate how God kept you. Kept you in your right mind. Kept you in a job. Everybody around you got laid off and you're still there. You ought to learn how to praise him. And celebrate how he kept you. And then there's these, all these offerings. And one of them is the burnt offering. And the burnt offering is, is, is the offering that the, the, the entire offering is burnt. And the smoke from the offering goes up to God. And it's called a devotion. Meaning that God says, I get the whole thing. And that's why when they crossed over 
the Jordan River and they went to take over Jericho, God said, set the whole thing on fire because that is an offering to me. I want the first fruit. I want dibs. Are you with me? And there's some offerings, there's some things that belong to you that God says, I want it all. But God, can I have, no, I want, I want everything. There are some people who practice that when they get their first check, they give the whole thing to God. It's quiet in here, but that's all right. Because they understand that the first fruit is the one that opens up the door for the rest. Hmm. Then there's a wave offering, the wave offering. And that is, uh, that, that is basically you are given an off, a special offering from God, but you're also receiving from God. It's a wave offering. Are you with me so far? I'm, I'm just about finished here. So Exodus, they celebrated the way out. Then there's the book of Joshua. Let me, let me backtrack. Um, in Numbers, we learn about the wilderness experience. We learned out how they missed the promise. And then Deuteronomy is a second law because in, in Numbers, everybody who was 20 years and over died. And now God is raising up a new generation and explaining to this new generation how what happened to your parents so it doesn't happen to you again. So you have Moses giving them instructions, getting them ready to go over into the promised land. I know this is tedious, but I, I want to help us because we're about to cross over. And I really believe this is a season when God has given us instructions to make sure we don't mess up what he's been setting up. Because God has sent his angels and his spirit ahead of you to set you up. And he wants to make sure that you get to where you're supposed to be at the right time. Because there are people waiting on the other side to help you. Because God sent them there. Mm. So now they cross over into the conquest period. Joshua is the leader. His name means the Lord is salvation or the Lord delivers. And I love this book because what it basically says is God delivers on his promises. He brings me out and then he brings me in. Main characters here, uh, of course, is, is uh, Joshua. I had Aaron here, but not really anymore. Uh, Joshua, Caleb. Main points are circumcision, the Jordan and Jericho. We don't have time to go through there. And then there's the book of Judges. Judges means deliverers. During this period, there is Judges, but there's also Ruth, who's also a Judges, and her name means friendship. And we see such a wonderful friendship between Ruth and Naomi. Main characters here is Deborah, Gideon, Samson, Naomi, Ruth, and Boaz. Let me hit my final point here, and then we will pray. 
my fear after this consecration is that God is going to bring us out of some things. He's going to bring us into places of promise that he, we never dreamed of. But like the people in Judges, we're going to get stuck. There was a cycle in the book of Judges where God would bless them. They would get comfortable and start sinning. God would send the enemy. The enemy would beat the life out of them. They would cry to God. God would raise up a leader who would lead them out of bondage into promises. People would celebrate, get complacent with the blessings, stop forgetting God. And God would send the enemy. And there's this cycle where they're constantly being stuck. And I want to challenge you because the scripture says here that in those days, Israel had no king. And the people what? Did what they, what was right in their eyes. What, what was right in their eyes. This is not my notes. The Lord gave me this this morning. I'm gonna re- I just want to say them quickly, and we'll dig, we'll drill into them another time. But I wanna, I wanna, I wanna help you, because because you really need to hear the voice in this season, the voice of God. And 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 what struck me here, when I looked up the word, when I looked up the word. Um, in those days, Israel had no king, and everybody did what was right in their own eyes. I, I, the, the Lord said, look up that word king, and that word king is derived from a Hebrew word which means advisor or counsel. In those days, Israel had no advisor, no counsel, and therefore everybody did what was right in their own eyes. Uh, we're living in a dangerous time when everybody's hearing from God. Mother Cummings, we're living in a time where everybody is hearing from God. And I, I, w- I was sitting with somebody this week and, and I was sharing with them about how to hear from God. And I just scribbled out some things and they said, hey, can I take a picture of that? And I said, you know what, maybe let me, let me share, I want to share quickly, nine P's, letter P, nine things that will help, you're not going to see it on the screen because I just got it this morning. So this is revelation, nine P's that will help you as indicators, indicators, you ever, you ever drive your car and the, and the engine light started hitting the red? That's an indicator, okay? Indicator. Nine indicators that will let you know whether God is speaking or he is not. Because if you think you hear from God all the time, you are already delusional. Because even, even me, sometimes I thought that was the Lord and thank God for the indicators. I would rather 
go wrong, the wrong way for a quarter of a mile than to go the wrong way for a thousand miles. Because now, not only do we have to, not only you went in the wrong direction a thousand miles, but now you have to travel another thousand to get back to where you started. Turn to somebody and say, I don't got no time for that. Amen. I don't, got no, I don't got time for that. So, quickly. Number one, number one, and these are not, well, actually, I'll take this back. Number one is the first primary. All, all, all the other ones can come in any order. But number one is precepts. Precepts. If you look in Psalm 119, it talks about the precepts of the Lord. In other words, the word of God is the number one indicator. Amen. We can, now I'll leave that alone. Number two, prayer. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6, in all your ways acknowledge him. That's prayer, and he will direct your path. Number three, and I know children, you don't want to hear this, but I'm going to say it anyways. Your parents. Even if they're not saved, your parents could be an indicator. It's it's quiet. Mm. Number four, your pastor. Your pastor. Your shepherd. My pastors just don't understand my calling. Oh, yes, I do. (laughs) You just don't see the people's faces when you're speaking. (laughs) Amen, child. Number five, predicaments. The Lord told me that this is going to be my wife. And all of a sudden she gets married to somebody else. I guess the predicament says she ain't your wife. (laughs) Partners. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I love this one. Partners. Turn to the person next to you and say, friend, listen to your good friends. Some of you have some good friends who have been saying, "Mm, I wouldn't do that if I were you. You're just jealous. You just, look, your good friends, your good friends will tell you when your stuff stinks. That, that, that slang, that slang for when you're, when, when you don't got it together, they'll tell you. Your good friends, your good friends will say, no, 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 I'll use my wife, but this is not true. Don't hit me. But your good friends will say, you know, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not looking too cool, girl. Your, your, Your good friends will say, you know what, your slip is showing. Your good friends will say, yo, man, your, your zip is down. See, your good friends, your good friends, your good. Your good friends. Yes. Because if they're going to let you be up 
in a place embarrassed yourself, exposed, they're not your good friends. Mm. So when you're like, oh man, she's so fine, she's oh I like and and, and your and your brother man's like, yo man, I don't know, man, she mm, you know, you know, nah, 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 she's nothing about the gold digger, you know, and 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 <laughs> what, 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 I just want to see if you're all awake. And so, <laughs> you see, I got you up awake. And, and, and so, when your friends say, don't be saying, yo, man, you just don't like, you just, you just don't like her. She flies. She like, no, no, listen to your friends. I can't emphasize it more. Listen to your friends who know you. Amen, child. Listen to your friends. People. Just plain old people. People, watch this, even people who don't like you could be an indicator. You coming home worked up, angry every day, and God say, you know what? That is an indication that you don't have my love in your heart for that person. I don't want to love that person. Well, I'm going to keep them in your life till you love them. It's quiet in this Pentecostal church. Number eight, passion. What do you have a passion for? I like what Pastor Del Turco said yesterday. If you don't have a passion to welcome people and to smile, you're not called to be a greeter. (laughs) People's put out their hand, you, you know, putting, wiping your hand, like, okay. (laughs) That's not going to work. And if you don't like people, we have other jobs for you where you could be by yourself (laughs) with your headphones on and just really, you know, there's a, turn somebody said, there's a place for everybody. Okay, okay, passion and getting back to people. Well, no, no, I don't want to discourage anybody. But passion, you may have a passion. I have a passion to teach. I have a passion to teach. But if people, thank you, if people are falling asleep every time you teach, that's an indicator. And then finally, your past, your past. Things have happened in your past that the Lord wants to use to be a blessing in your life. Indicators.